just grab them in the brisket. Has this podcast already started? This are feels like normal even, timing I feel now. Like now that's I'm our, in my our, our, our routine intros. Like, this, has this started? This is normal timing hey, right now. To be honest with you, it's 9.15. It's yeah, started, started three started. times already, so <laughs> can we get this shit on the road? All right. Hey, welcome to the Grab and Brisket Podcast. My name is James. I'm Alden. What's up, my dudes? <laughs> That's so weird. It's John. Hey, guys. You know who I am. All right. Hey, Alden, hit him with the business. Man, guys, reach out to us with anything, your fails, your your wins, whatever, you know, feedback, good, bad, and different. We don't care. You can email us, grabbingthebrisket at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. It's at grabthebrisket. And also, uh, Facebook and Instagram is at grabbingthebrisket. That's solid. Yeah. Uh, just to reiterate, we'd love to hear, hear the wins, the fails, the barbecue stories. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, if you just want to tell us how your day is, I mean, we want to hear it. Quite honestly, I don't want to hear, oh, I got up this morning, brushed my teeth, I took a healthy, whatever. I don't want to hear all that, right? So let's just hey, tell us about how your barbecue fails or wins or questions. How about, hey, I'm working on something. I, I that, Those are the ones I love. I'm working on this. I've been trying to get this down. Uh, hey, what do you all think about cooking this type of meat with this type of... I'm like, yes, let's do that. Let's... Whatever. So those are the things I want to hear. If your jerk-ass neighbor thinks he cooks better barbecue than you, then, hey, drop us an email. Let us know what you're cooking. We can totally hook you up. What if your jerk-ass neighbor delays your podcast by 40 minutes because they decide they're doing a fucking table saw project out there at 9 o'clock at night? I mean, how late is late to be out there grinding on what sounded to me like metal is nine o'clock to eight thirty. Is that too late? No. If you live you know, like in the rural air, rural, 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 rural area, then yeah, you know what? Be all means. Go out there and just hack away at that. When you live inside the city, inside of a neighborhood, then you might want to close your little peepers at 9 o'clock and mind your own business and stop sawing metal at 9 o'clock. You know, I, I don't know. With a circular saw, yeah. mind you. It's disgusting. That's what it sounded like. I mean, we couldn't see him there a like. few few houses down, but uh, either way. That's yeah, fine. He's right. good. Today we planned a Veterans Day episode for you guys. We got Veterans Day approaching. We have a cook-off that's right around the corner coming up in the next couple of days. So November 11th. Going. November 11th. It's my anniversary. By and the I way, oh hey, happy anniversary! Happy That's awesome. anniversary! Thank you. Yeah. What are y'all doing for your anniversary? Going to the cook-off? It's on a Monday. Uh, probably you'll be going to work. Oh. Shout out to Amy. Happy anniversary. Yep. Amy, happy we anniversary love you. to you, Amy. Mm-hmm. Continuing with the veterans theme that we have going on, we're going to do a couple of barbecue sauces that we found that were veteran-owned sauces that were produced on the market, and along with that, we brought in. Chasing more smoke team member Dylan, which is a veteran himself. So, there is my oh, by the way, my name is Dylan, team member of Chasing More Smoke. It's myself and Huey are the two veterans on the team, and I would say that we're both pretty uh, what's the word to say, goofy, badass. (laughs) One of the two, also, Uh, we're Uh, we're maybe right in the middle. Yeah, we're always trying to help out. We're always trying to do something. Oh, for sure. Um, He was in the Navy. I'm in the Army. I did four and a half years. 
He did, I think, as well, four and a half years. Is it true that when the Navy goes out to sea, you have like 140 sailors go down, 70 couples come up? <laughs> no. Is that? That's 100% true. <laughs> I love it. That was, I'm using that for now on. Okay, perfect. Whew, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's got jokes. No, I'm, I'm going to say that, listen, we joke, we kid, but we do care uh, about our military. We care about America. We care about people that sacrifice their, their, their lives and put their bodies out there. And it's not about it. You know, you lose your life. Hey, like there's no words, right? But people don't realize people go out and they, just by joining the military, right? Just how much hard work it is. You come back. A lot of times, you're not the same person anymore. Like, whether it be like a hearing loss, whether it be uh, carrying around rucksacks and and, and the the spinal fractures you have, like it's a lot, right? People deal with a lot. You have no idea what it's like unless you go through it. And I, I work with a lot of people that are, that's in the military or have been in the military, and I, just from looking at them and talking to them, it's a big deal. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate the guys that served. Okay, Dylan. So. When we have guests on, we like to do kind of like a, an introduction. Bring we in. like to do maybe some icebreaker questions just to kind of just fill out so you can get a little bit more comfortable of the icebreakers don't here. break my eyes. I break the ice. Ooh, I like that. I like that? That's solid. He sounds like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys can see what he looked like, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask you first time getting drunk, your first car. Or your first job. What are they or any notable stories that pop out? First time getting drunk with my dad, 15 years of age, at the Cowboys and Texans game, tailgating. I don't even know what year it was, but uh, there was three times the amount of police there, and there was huge riots that broke out. My dad's trying to protect me. He's like, hey, we got to get out of here. I'm 15-year-old, and I'm slammed off margaritas. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. First vehicle. Hey, was- ooh, hey not to sidetrack you a little bit, but you told me a story a while back um, that you rolled into HEB and you picked up the margarita oh, mix that, that was they my had. first time being drunk. That was a grown Not, not your first time being drunk, but being drunk. explain to the people about the margarita, what flavor it was. It was a, it was, <clears throat> it was a watermelon. Uh, well, first off, we're all big HEB fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, HEB, if you're listening, <clears throat> should be a sponsor. Slide in the DMs. It was probably, I don't know how big this is. I'm holding my hands up. It's it's big. Probably maybe know, a John, fifth. You show us? Maybe fifth. like a. Um... <laughs> but it was margarita mix. It was it was it was a good bit. Uh, maybe margarita. a liter of uh, margarita mix. Yeah. A liter of cola. But the lady was like, oh, it's not tequila. It's red wine that's in there. I said, oh, I don't like red red wine. She said, well, give it a shot. I said, send it. And so she gives me one, and I say, you give me a whole bottle. That's delicious. Yeah, delicious. H-E-B. Delicious <laughs> stuff. I take it home. I was day before diet, and my favorite quote is, mama didn't raise no bitch. And uh, so I'm sitting there having my drink and my Yeti, and uh, one led to another. The other one led to another, and the other one led to finishing the bottle, and I had to wake up early. 
I wake up to projectile vomiting at 3 o'clock in the morning. There was no work. There was no school for the next two days. Ooh. From red wine, huh? So it, it I was can, something like that. Yeah, I thought you said mama didn't raise no bitch. Yeah. But. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, mama well, you, didn't. Mama raised a projectile vomiting uh, vagina. <laughs> so let, let me tell you. So I actually had a similar story to me is that somebody was drinking wine all the time. I'm not, I'm not sure who this was. But I figured, like, it was a person at work. I said, like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go buy a couple of bottles of wine. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be a little classy. I'm, Shit. I'm, I'm going to put my pinky in the air and drink some effing wine. When in doubt, wine, pinky out. Right? We're watching football. It was a great night. I loved it. I sat up here. I actually came over to James's house, sat in the garage, uh, I finished one bottle of wine. While watching the Cowboys. While watching football. Makes, makes sense. Yeah, it does uh, make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah, on the same just, page. Anyways. Uh, and then I proceeded to finish the next bottle of wine. I got home. It's, uh, I know at some point I'm sitting on a bar stool inside James's garage. And he's like, hey, wake wake the F up and get get the hell out of here. And I'm like, oh, okay. No problem. I was trying to, I tried to go inside and sleep. He's like, nah. Go home. You're you're going home, man. So, he was walking, not driving. So yeah, yeah. So I just it's, it's like a little you know, two second walk, right? So I'm walking home. I get there. I remember to myself like, man, I really got to got to go to the bathroom. Something's not right in my my system. So I uh, project I vomited all over our bathroom, which is bad because Amy usually drops a few clothing in that bathroom. When, it, when she's getting undressed, right? I may have wiped everything up into a ball. <laughs> and I put it in the corner. Took a shower. Went to bed. Next morning, I get up to Nobody a whole lot of yelling, a big headache, what? and uh, yeah. a lot of cleaning. So, Back to your story. First time getting drunk. First time, first vehicle. Or first job. I mean, you don't have to do them all, but if you have anything we'll that stands say, out, let us know. This was, uh, I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, first vehicle was a 2001 F-150 extended cab, so it's got the door and then the half door in the back, but it was lifted on a 9-inch lift on 37s, and it was a hoopty. It had a lot of miles on it, so we got it for cheap. A big-ass one. Yeah, big-ass hoopty hanging on for dear life. And uh, so there was a, it was a year we went, we, uh, Pearland High School won state. The fullback was a five foot nothing, swollen and shit white guy who parked next to me with his Corvette. And he pulled in as I backed in. And so my friend after school got let out, says, hey, let's go to Taco Bell, I'll pay for it. And all I can think of, free Taco Bell. John, how old are you? Sixteen. I mean, Taco Bell's life at that age, thank right? You. It's I mean, still life. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, John. And so, I'm all I see is all the exits packed. I'm like, let's just hop these curbs, go through the grass, mm, mm, mm. and we'll make it to the street. I'll beat everybody to Taco Bell. I mean, you got so, a big ass truck, so so I take a sharp turn right, and I don't give a guess. I floor it. The truck goes from on two wheels to tilted to the left side as I'm my cheek is on the window and I <laughs> now my thirty sevens are on the 
rear tire and trunk of a 2004 5-ish Corvette Z06. This high school kid had a... Yes. What yes. the hell? The only freaking Corvette in the parking lot was next to me, and I just ran over it. You just crawled right up it. I crawled. My hoopty crawled. And so I stop as I am on the trunk. I get out. I'm freaking out. I'm like... First thing I think of is my mom's going to kill me because my dad's cool, you know, but my mom's going to kill me <laughs> and uh, she's going to hear this. And so and she's going to maybe tell my dad to turn up a notch on the not so cool level, you yeah. know. Uh, so I, I roll up on it. And if you can think of this truck that just rolled over this Corvette, stopped as it's on it because my frame bottomed out on the trunk. I'm like, I don't know what to do. My truck is stuck. I put it in four wheel drive. <laughs> and I continue to crawl over it. The front goes down. Now the back comes up. Then it rolled off onto the ground. I turn around. Not a, it's not a scratch on my on my truck. We're good to go. The Corvette was almost four thousand dollars worth of damage. That's it. I I would think more than that. You would think so. Insurance plus some money and everything. I was crying. I went to the police officer in the school. I said I just ran over this dude's Corvette. I'm not running away. My mom comes. She shits a brick and starts crying. I merely feel bad. And I was the guy for the rest of the year that ran over a Corvette. How did the guy with, with Corvette pride. take it? Oh, he was at Chick-fil-A with his girlfriend. He came back and shrugged it off and said, shit happens. And I was looking for a beating. Like, <laughs> I, it, it was, I was assuming I'm going to get it. Yeah, this guy's coming after me. Yeah. He probably just had the mentality like, hey, whatever, I'll get another one. Right? But, yeah, so... I remember, shorter than hell, you know, five foot nothing, jacked, fullback for state. Next to me, I ran over his Corvette. I was thinking the worst, but you know, I didn't have to pay anything. So thank you, mom. But did you get Taco Bell? <laughs> no, uh, no Taco Bell. Sucks. That's no the Taco bad part. Oh my god, that's the worst. What's your go-to at Taco Bell? What were you gonna get? I don't know, probably a whole bunch of tacos. That's it? That's your go-to yeah. Taco Bell? Just tacos? eat as much tacos as you can. Everything else oh, is man. disgusting. Uh, so, uh, right now, you go to Taco Bell, you order a bunch of tacos? Oh, well, now they have the Doritos Los Tacos. Yeah. Load up on them. That's what you do. He just yeah. said everything else there was disgusting. Five of those? Probably ten about of those. $10, $12, okay. $12, $12 box. Tacos. All right, know. so, so for, y'all can't see Dylan, but I'm looking at Dylan. Dylan, you're probably 5'9", 5'8". Five, 5'8". Five, okay. Uh, Dad bod. Level 10. Dad bod, uh, huge shoulders, huge arms. Um, tiny pecker. Tiny. <laughs> little penis. Just a little penis. A uh, couple of tattoos. And really just. He's a thick looks, dude. You're a thick yeah, dude. Yeah, you're a thick guy, man. You look Ice like cream, you work out. Doritos, slow tacos. Yeah, you look. <laughs> no, he's you, fit. You probably look like the kid looked when he was swole, but bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So. I get hey, you. I get okay. you. Yeah, he's saying you can take him now. Yeah, well, he's all fat now. Yeah, I'm too old for that now. Did did yeah, I do. Don't say his name. Don't say his name. I'm not. Did he get another Corvette? I'm going to tell him to listen to this episode. to get a good laugh. Did he get another Corvette? No, I think he just got a rental the whole time and then graduated. I would hope with honors with a state ring. With a state ring. Hey, by the way, that state ring was awesome. Those guys deserved it. Should we go into the beer review? Yeah, definitely. I yeah, let's, let's do this. So we got these sent to us. These are from the Topa Topa Brewing Company in California somewhere. Cali. 
Yeah. So uh, we actually had what three different styles of beer sent to us from these folks tonight. We're going to do the Dos Tapas Lager, four point five percent alcohol by volume, uh, Cracker Maze Crisp. I don't know what any of that means, but that's what it says on the can. Well, I'll, I'll kick it off. I mean, I thought it was a pretty solid beer, and I, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say that. It's probably my favorite out of the three that they sent us. They, they sent us like a, an IPA one. They sent us a lager. What was the other one they sent? A blonde. It was a, a blonde. blonde. I think the, the Dos Topas was my favorite out of the bunch. And I'll give that probably like an eight. It was solid beer. I mean, I, I could sit there and probably drink a whole six pack of that. I did like the beer. I don't like the can, to be honest with you. Like it just It's a funny can to hold as far as the color scheme they put on there. The, the tasting notes are cracker, maize, and crisp. Which I'm not even sure what crisp even means. It's like a you know, chip. before I even read that, no, I was thinking that this the taste of this was like a crisp taste. Crisp. I don't know okay. if that's what it's so talking it's just, about, but that's what I thought. It makes sense. Well, it's tasting notes, yeah. But so the can, it's not a print, it's a wrap. And the color on the wrap of the can, amazing. The can itself, I liked it. The color, I liked it. And the taste... Above an eight, so what was it? I don't mind the artwork on the can. I think the yeah. artwork itself is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the the color scheme on the can for me it doesn't do it for me. I, I'm gauging everything. Right? It looks it's like I, a mellow color. It, you know? it is, and I I did think the beer was flavorful. I thought it I thought it was really good, and I it's something I can drink multiple of. But for me, I'm not a big fan of the well, the can itself. Little the, little disclaimer. Yeah, you're just a little touch colorblind, so maybe the uh, the the just Ooh, that color scheme that is pop a for you. solid point. Now it's begun. This is how we're doing it. So I am a little touch colorblind, but I do see this as like a like a pale a topaz type of uh, blue here. Uh, is this is this correct? Topaz, like a wow. sky, like a sky blue. You could just say baby blue. Yeah, it's like baby a light blue. blue. Yeah, light blue. North Carolina blue. Light blue and orange. It's a Texas sky yeah, blue. It's a red not dirt road red orange That's not what I colored. Said. I said a topaz. No, yes. okay. Well, we're... I'm sorry. Does that sound like I'm colorblind to you people? <laughs> yes. I don't think so. Now, you know what? Maybe let me just missing, describe as many before. color blues that I could think of. The summer sun dips low. You brush the salt from your skin. After a long day of ocean swims and a sandy beach towel naps, now your reward. You sink into your hammock with a dose topus and cut. Hand. <laughs> and let the cool, crisp taste wash over you. So, tomorrow, when those warm sunshine rays crest over the mountain peaks, you'll be ready for round dose. I like it. I actually like that. Poetry. Color, mm. I'm not too fan of, but uh, artwork, I mean, beer. It's, it's kind of like a... It was uh, great. Hey, I guess we could say a minimalistic style can. It is. Uh, the beer quality, I loved it. What's yeah. your rating? So, rating, I'll go first. Well, James already said eight. I'll go eight. That's a rookie score. 8.4. Uh, I'd probably give it a solid nine. I really like that beer. And like I said, with all the beers they had, so whatever you guys are doing, keep it up. I'm a huge fan. Score. Yeah, nine. I nine. got a nine. A nine oh? Yeah. 
a 9.0, and that's hard for me to do. That's rookie as shit. No. Okay. No, it's fine. You can do whatever you want. Listen. Okay. Nine. R- rookie right here. Scores, you don't know. R- he doesn't know. Wait, wait, wait. A rookie right here. Yeah. If anybody's listening, download the Untapped app, and you can see what other people rate it as. It rated it as a 3.90 on a five scale. You're a nine with comments and reviews. Okay. No, I get that. Okay. Solid okay. expert. I actually like this beer. in the craft beer uh, world. John, uh, I, I give it a seven point nine. You want to talk about how you liked it, or yeah, it's it? smooth, it's crisp, it's super easy to drink. It was it's a great beer. Okay. Seven point nine is a great beer on my scale. Nice. So if we say this, so a seven and above, that's a beer you're going to go to the store and you're going to look and, and try to get right almost yeah. every single time. So yeah, uh, a five is an average beer. Eight, a six is a good beer. Seven is a great beer. Okay. Eight is like a whole oh, that shit. That's if it's a great an eight. Beer. If it's yeah. an eight, is that a beer you're like you talk about and you yeah. like you're seeking out if you can't find it, you keep searching until you do find it? Correct. And try Probably, it? Probably, yeah. Okay. Eight and above yeah. is like, damn, that's a good beer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you can almost kind of imagine you have a cooler and these beers are floating around. You have the five, you have the six, you have the seven, eight. When you open that lid up, well, I'm going for that eight. I'm not going for that five. You're not going for the Bud Light. I'm not going for the Bud Light. Thank hey, you. Easy, I'm going to go for that easy, five, buddy. You know, and we've had a couple of we've had a couple of fives that we've reviewed. And five's not bad. Five's not horrible. Five's an okay beer. I drink a five. Yeah, definitely. you just don't drink it twice. It's average. It's an average beer. It's, yeah. it's that you open up the fridge. What do you go for? Right, you're gonna go for yeah. You want the eight, like okay. So on my scale ten, there's probably I'm never gonna have a ten. There's oh, not yeah. a ten, but seven point nine. That's a damn good beer. All right, Alden, what do you think? Man, you know, being kind of Dos Equis like, I guess you could say, I definitely uh, wouldn't grab that over the Bud Light, but I'd probably give that a solid five as well. That. that- that's well, you, harsh. You, you you gave the last beer a five. I think he always gives them a five unless they're Bud Light. All Bud Light jokes are, are directed towards you. <laughs> trying to get a sponsorship here, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, hey, 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 obviously somebody that's a, a a drinker that drinks Bud Light or somebody that drinks Coors Light, Miller Light, that's just their most proficient beer that they drink. If they come across this beer, I mean... It, do you recommend it? Like, hey. Well, I can tell you, like, the way I, I kind of judge it on, I guess, like, so if I go to, a, you know, a, a craft place or somewhere, you know, a brewer around here, if I can sit there and sit there for, like, a couple hours and order the same beer multiple times, you know, that's that's not a bad beer to me. Um, I don't think I would order this one multiple times. Okay. This is my life goal, right? When we first met Al, Al goes, I really don't like barbecue. I'm not a barbecue fan. Now he's slowly working the barbecue. I like Bud Light. And now he's slowly working into craft beer. My one goal for you is just to get you to where you're just like, man, uh, I had a Bud Light today. It was good. But did you try right. the Topa Topas? Dude, solid take, Alden. I mean, that was awesome. Hey, I, I, I would recommend this beer, hands down. You guys go check them out. Uh, I'm sure they're... You can find them socially on Instagram or Twitter, Facebook. But we got the Topa Topa Brewing Company. And they're based out of California. And I think that was Ventura, California. So, hey, guys, y'all go check them out. 
And that concludes the 90 Second Beer Review. 90 Second Beer Review. Okay, so we have a couple of uh, uh, product reviews, and we'll we'll go into it, and then we have a couple of barbecue hacks that you guys may know, may not know, but we'll go into them, and we'll see if any other guys here have something to add to it or whatnot. And again, like I mentioned earlier, if you have something to add to that, hey, by all means, send it to us. Okay, so first and foremost, we have the War Pig barbecue sauce. Now, they have, I guess, quite a few items in their rep- repertoire or whatever you want to say At least in their toolbox. So, okay. like, again, this is the Veterans Day week special that we're doing. This is veteran-owned, I believe. And they also, I, I think, a portion of their proceeds go back to veteran-funded mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, programs so right yeah if you look on the side it'll say that every bottle that is sold 50 cents goes to the lone survivor foundation which is founded by marcus latrell yep which if you've seen the movie lone survivor mm-hmm. five stars across the board probably one of my favorite war movies i guess you could say emotional yeah and i thought it was great yeah it's, it, it's one of those movies that you kind of just want to watch one time because it's that good, you don't want to kind of get yourself involved in it emotionally. That's how it did for me. Seeing that on the side of the bottle will probably make me buy that every single time I go. You know what? I might have five or six unopened bottles. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. I just keep buying it. I just kind of, hey, guys, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm probably going to do this again. Just so because you know. I like donating, you know? Yeah. Hey, this, this is from a guy named Dennis Butterworth. And, you know, his first sauce that he put out was Fubar. And I think he has, I mean, if you go on his website, which is, I think, is warpigbarbecue.com. If you go on his website and check it out, I mean, he has the whole line. And this is honestly not a gimmick. I mean, he's just not putting out sauce and just doing a military type deal. These sauces are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a heavy hitter competitor. We competed against him quite a few times. He's kicked our butt. Exactly. And Dylan, the, uh, uh, yeah, like give some of the music. accolades he's he, he's actually done on these. Like he he's won awards. This is so, not like so craft. not uh, not what is that one? Fubar, but uh, Snafu won a world champion fruit based barbecue sauce in 2018 for the World Hot Sauce Awards. And that I mean I don't even know where you start with that, but that's not easy to do. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't even know how to make that a, stuff a sauce. That's a killer on some chicken. Yeah, yeah. and we, so this past year we competed against Dennis at a League City Music Festival, and that guy, last ticket, first place, walks. Yeah, he kicked ass. Kicked ass. And what's more kick ass about him cooking is that he cooks on a tank. Yeah, his actual barbecue pit is a functioning take. Yeah, you that guys rolls. check out his his Instagram page, and I'm sure he has it on his website as well. But he literally has a tank that is remote controlled that he cooks his barbecue on. His Instagram is going to be T X W A R P I G B B Q. That is Texas War Pig Barbecue. Yeah, and nice. his sauces. I mean, they're phenomenal. And he just unveiled like a whole line of like like rubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, you got that. 
Yeah, yeah, he's got the, uh, well, I think he's just got the one rub out so far, right? Is it just one? Yeah, uh, as far as I know, it's the ham grenade. Okay. It's the only one I've seen. But yeah, what I thought was cool, and I, I've tried this stuff on some uh, uh, pork chops. It's really good. Each one of the bottles for the, the rub gives back to the PTSD Foundation. And, and so, for like, each sauce, each rub, whatever it is. Gives that's, back to a certain thing. That's phenomenal. To like man. a certain this guy, yeah, yeah, there's hey. different foundations for each one, and it's not like, oh, I'll give back one uh, percent. He's giving back fifty cents on every bottle, which man, is that guy. That's a yeah. class Solid. act, especially when you're like you're selling this stuff for you know four dollars or five dollars a bottle, whatever yeah. it is, right? And then you have to pay for the bottle. You're, you're paying for the time, the seasonings. You're paying for the uh, artwork and everything else. Fifty cents. That's cutting to proceeds that he could be pocketing. This mm-hmm. guy. That's that's yeah. pretty that's pretty phenomenal. Hey, can we say that these bottles look badass? Yeah, like grenades, like mini grenades, like mini grenades. The camo, the yeah. artwork, it just looks solid. So, fun fact on the ham grenade that you have, John. Ham grenade this year won twelfth in the world best rub on the planet contest for the American Royale, out of hundred and seventy five other rubs. I mean, it, it, it does it it does not get better than that. The only thing better than winning twelfth in the world is that if you actually look on the ham grenade, it's a pig smoking a cigar with a helmet on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I, maybe we'll maybe we'll try to do some kind of little giveaway with his stuff or something. I mean, it's great stuff. Here. Let's move on to the next sauce. Uh, this other one we got is called Fury Barbecue Sauce, the original. This is the F one. Sweet, no heat. So these folks, they actually sent us this before we even started planning this Veterans Day uh, special. And it's pretty damn good. Like, it's a Dylan's pretty, been going to town on this shit. Sauce. Like, so, he's gone through a couple racks of crackers here. I'm going to say that I, I did not know that it was veteran-owned uh, and operated barbecue sauce, but it's good. I mean, I'm quick to jump to a 10, so I'll drop it back down and I'll dial it down to like a 9.2. Nine point two. That is phenomenal. <laughs> so I was eating that stuff, and I think it's really good. Man, I. Okay. You know what beats that? No, I don't know either. Good question. <laughs> good question. That stuff is legit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like uh, I guess it's like a tomato based. So we're not we're so not giving that away. Yeah, that's going home. So with that me. was the one thing I will say when I tried the sauce is that I thought that it was uh, very authentic mm-hmm. uh, and fresh tasting. It, it, that's it. I mean. You try a barbecue sauce, and barbecue sauce tastes like barbecue sauce, kind of, right? Right. But the freshness, with you could, you can pick the tomato out of it, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good note. Like I like that. So yeah, hey, it doesn't good taste job. like everybody else's barbecue no. sauce without a without a doubt. It's it definitely doesn't. unique, and I did. But, I like it a lot. Uh, I know we we eat like twenty five thousand Ritz crackers yeah, full, full yeah, of yeah. Uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. So. We're dipping pepperonis in it. We're dipping cheese into it. I mean, you name it, we're, we're dipping. Well, James did some wings with them. It, I did some wings with them, and they're freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for the invite. That's what I'm saying. Let the bet. post those pictures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll post the pictures and the videos and, and all that stuff. Uh, one thing, that, that it is pretty cool. Just like the War Pig Barbecue, 10% of their proceeds for the sale of their barbecue sauce goes to... Uh, I guess it's uh, one of their partners, which is Mission 22, and it's to combat veteran suicides. So, nonprofit organization, veteran-owned company. I mean, veteran phenomenal depression. sauce. Yeah. Shit, yeah, dude. Hey, 
I don't. Is this guy just located online, or is he in stores? I don't we'll, know we'll where exactly. Yeah, I'll try to find a link and, and post it up somewhere for you. I, I know yeah. guys in Texas, uh, guys and gals in Texas. I mean, the HEB, you can find the War Pigs. Yeah. Um, we'll find out where you can get this yeah. Fury sauce at. That stuff's phenomenal. That that mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of something James was doing probably 20 years ago, a little bit, but probably a little bit better. So uh, I'm <clears throat> I'm really, uh, I know, right? Nobody yeah. wants to hear that. And I'll say, that hey. stuff's really good check out their website he has a really cool story on the origins of the sauce how he made it i think he was stationed overseas in italy he was trying to to barbecue he was trying to bring the camaraderie to his his fellow soldiers and troops yeah and of course barbecue wasn't really readily available you go to the um do you call it commissary or what what do you call it commissary commissary the barbecue sauces wasn't really that there was very limited so he started mm-hmm. making his own sauce over there and then he started putting it to use and he started bringing all his his uh, uh fellow uh, soldiers together and like they were doing the barbecues and all stuff like that and that gave him when he came back over that helped him do what he did so i mean right so to uh touch up on the mission 22 uh, i'm sure you've seen it floating around on facebook uh mission 22 is a uh Nonprofit organization that sends to combat the 22 veterans a day that commit suicide. 22 is not a just a made-up number. Statistically speaking, it's a pretty solid number. That's pretty sad if you think about it. 22 uh, veterans a day passing away. That's a hard number to uh, to swallow. So, yeah. Mission 22, thank you very much for donating to them. Everything you buy from them. I mean, tell you, they're uh, oh, that stuff tastes so good. Yeah, I will I'm say that if, if you really like their sauce, you want to go on their site. They sell T-shirts too, and fifty percent of their T-shirt proceeds go to the same program, to the same foundation, yeah. Mission Twenty Two. Yeah. Hey, all these sauces that we they that we represent, or I say represent, that we're reviewing. I mean, we're one hundred percent legit. Jesus Christ. What are we doing <laughs> yeah, we're not going to bullshit you. Anything that we <laughs> no. taste on here, we're going to tell you what it we're tastes like. We're not bullshitting you guys. So if we say it tastes good, it fucking tastes good. And we're going to use it. Yeah, and we're so. going to use it. Hey, if you want to send us stuff for to, to try, we'll try it. And we'll tell people what we think of it. But don't expect us to lie. Yeah, hey. Yeah, to piggyback, piggyback off what John's saying. It's like, hey, we would love to review some of the stuff that you guys have out there. And, and hey, we're brutally honest so if it's good it's good if it's bad it's bad you want to know what okay uh what's brutally honest is that uh so when we do compete against dennis what's brutally honest is he's good yeah Yeah. super nice guy but i don't like how much he wins against us (laughs) how about brazoria brazoria county he was out there oh yeah he was he was and that but that was payback for lee city right that was correct yeah, he mopped the floor with our asses out there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Dennis, we love you. Dry mop at that. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> you come up with the new, new rubs, uh, especially like a beef rub or uh, maybe a chicken rub. Let us know. Correct. All right. All right, so let's move on. Let's get into the barbecue hacks. Now, I have a couple of them. We can go through them really quick, and then we can roll into the barbecue fails. So I, I got one. Right off the bat, you guys be the judge of this. 
whether it's right or wrong or whether you've ever heard it before, first barbecue hat. When making hamburgers, you form your patty and then you put a small ice cube inside the patty or on top of the patty as you cook and it keeps the burgers juicy. I've never actually tried this. I've heard of it, never seen it, and never tried it. I have never heard of it. I've never tried it. Let me rephrase that. I've seen it around the web. I've seen people talk about doing it. It's, it's your cut of meat. Hey, do you want a, a 85-15? Do you want an 80-20 cut of meat? You want at least 80-20 exactly. for a burger. Like, that's what I'm saying. 70-30 like, if you want some... You want, you want some chuck. You want some fat in there. You want to drop an ice cube? That does nothing for this. Hey, you ever seen oil and water? What happens? Separates. Thank you. <laughs> the second one, second one I have is you can clean your grill with a onion. I've done that. I don't really understand the point of it. Is it just because it's like natural? It's better for you or? It's all natural. No chemicals. All natural. You're not using a wire brush. You're not using but, any of these type of things. You have spoken on the wire brush mm-hmm. and how deadly it is. Yeah, yeah. that shit will kill you. That shit it works. You. Yeah, it works. It will kill you, and also it may protect your life someday. Keep you safe when some <laughs> katana wielding crazy ex boyfriend comes a calling. So, is that the only point of the using the onion? Is because it's natural or whatever? Yeah, it's natural, and I guess it maybe imparts some type of flavor on the grate. I call bullshit on the leaving a flavor. I concur with your bullshit. <laughs> as far as the onion goes, I'll use one if I don't have anything else to clean my thing with. Or if I have an extra onion that I just want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. But it seems like a waste of an onion. I don't know, man. My uh, my buddy, that he's the one that builds pits and stuff like that. And he'll tell me he'll just throw one in the, uh, the firebox and just, and just let it kind of aroma in there. I've heard of that. I've, I've heard, heard of that, that too. I think that's some competition too. teams do throw uh, like half an onion in the firebox. Yeah, and it or al- jalapenos or jalapenos, and it produces a nice little flavor. That nice. So for me, what I do is I get the onion and I uh, I throw it in the trash. Right, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the aluminum foil gets crumbled up to clean the grates, <laughs> and then after that. Also gets thrown in the trash. Right? <laughs> yes. What you do is you take the jalapeno and the onion, you chop that shit up, add some tomato, and make some salsa. Thank you. Quit fucking I'm glad we're all on the same page. <laughs> all right. Next one. Okay. So I don't know if you guys have heard of this one before. We all have made some type of kebabs at one point in time. This hack suggests using two skewers. To secure your co- kebabs. As <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what? Secure your what now? No, perfect. And secure your what? Two. Two. You got me tripping here. Yeah. Like, All right. So it's like two skewers to secure your kebabs. Two skewers to secure your cock and balls. Your, your cock and balls. Nice. Okay. All right. That's a perfect. nice. <laughs> But it makes sense. I, you, I mean, you're roasting the vegetables. You're doing the kebabs. You put one skewer through it. Everything just sits there and rotates and right, spins. It falls all over. Yeah. I mean, doing shrimp or whatever. Use two 
wooden sticks to hold your meat together. Yeah. Another one that, that they like add, and I kind of omitted it, uh, whatever article I read, they said use some rosemary sticks huh. to cook your kebabs. Is that supposed to add flavor or something? Yeah. Okay. But I don't I'll even say, know where you get rosemary sticks at. Yeah, I've never seen that. But I'll say if you're going to use wooden skewers, yeah, you got to you got to grow some rosemary. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, where we have this? If you're going to use wooden skewers, to soak secure. them first. No, soak <laughs> them first, and then they won't they won't burn up in your in your grill. Yeah, that's got to be number one. Like like you have to soak that wood in water, yeah. or it's just going to burn. Yeah, yes. so I actually had a guy that came, uh, he posted this thing about how he's cooking uh, on these planks, right? And he's like, hey, I'm using cedar planks, uh, cook some fish. I'm like, so I read this article, and, and he posts pictures. I'm like, oh, it's fantastic, right? Well, the problem is that he's not giving the, the information. You just can't throw cedar planks on top of your grill and cook, like, not everyone in America is on the same level as you are. Be more descriptive. So I, I was polite and I was saying, hey, listen, uh, for the future, you probably want to be more descriptive in saying you can't just put some cedar and some fish and call it good because you've got to really soak the wood. I think cedar itself is is not good to cook with as well it gets poisonous is that right that make you sick sure. so you, you want to be able to soak it if not uh, you really don't want to cook with that though you you, you know what i mean like uh-huh. uh, you don't want that thing charring up and starting to yeah. smoke so so what happened was <laughs> it, it, if you put wood on top of fire it gonna burn it gonna burn she gonna burn yeah, yeah. one plus one equals please two. soak it exactly yeah soak your wood don't get sick now, a cedar, I think a cedar is okay to cook with. Now, when you get into some of the other ones, like the the, I don't think, no, the ash. I, again, I, I don't think cedars, like you don't want to put cedar in your firebox. Correct. And cook with that. But they, that's they, not they a good thing. They sell cedar planks everywhere no, no. that you could sit there and like yeah, but, cook fish on But top I guarantee of. you, if you look at that, there's always directions on how to do that. Yeah. And for somebody to just go out and say, hey, just put your cedar on top of your grill and turn it on high and put your fish on top of it. Probably not going to work out. Right. Well, my next one to piggyback off that, what you should put your fish on top of while grilling are slices of lemon. Mm. I like it. Solid. I just did a little quick research here. It it says some cedar is definitely toxic. You should not cook with. Exactly. And then there's others that are totally safe and totally fine. But how do you know? I'm, I'm assuming the ones they sell in the store are the ones that are safe. That's not our job. It's what do they? PJ, what yeah. do they teach us as like human beings? If they sell it in the store, it's probably fine. Also, if it's on the internet, it's true. <laughs> and if you assume you make an ass out of you and me, I'm just saying. Hmm. Also, there is a big, huge salmonella outbreak going on. Uh, yeah. Ground beef. So guys, apparently so, hey, that was safe too. It was sold in the stores until one sixty five. Just saying. Back to your lemon thing. Yeah, when, I think that's a great thing. I, I love doing the fish right on the lemon. Yeah, it, it's it. Well, when the flames start hitting the lemons, I mean, that just like imparts like a, a lot of flavor, the aroma. I mean, all that just gets like, um, what would you say? The aromatics just soak into the, the I fish. would say, to be honest with you, that would be more flavorful 
than doing a piece of cedar plank. Agree. Also heard that they're okay. So this is going back to the. Wait, uh, is this hearsay? Like, where where are you at? Like, you're hearing all these things. Honor, I object. Okay, what's Whatever happening? Here? What's happening? Yes. Yeah. God dang it! Where'd you hear all I read this an stuff? article? Okay. You want to give the Traeger's website? Uh, uh, tra- let's give them some props then. Okay, well, well let's give them a little props. And right. John probably knows this. Traeger, um, Traeger.com, hashtag doing the Team smoked, doing the smoked, what is it, smoked lemonade or doing the smoked lemonade? Oh, I've seen that. I haven't made it, but I've seen it. Yeah, smoked lemonade or whatever it is. Where you cut up a bun- bunch of lemons and you put it on the Traeger and you smoke them for a while and then you juice them and then add vodka and now we're you talking. make yeah. a we should do this. nice, tasty spiked lemonade drink spirited i think it's a phenomenal idea yeah i i was actually talking about you and your wife the other day about uh james and i were we were thinking we're doing some briskets all of a sudden she walks over says hey can i put these tomatoes in the barbecue pit and i'm like yeah no problem puts them in i'm like that's weird you're smoking tomatoes that's so stuff i think there's some jalapenos others right that is some of the best salsa I've ever had in my life. Like, mm. you want some good salsa? Smoke everything, then put it all together. Oh my God! That's how Done. she always does it. It's so damn good. It was so good. It was. It was. It was phenomenal. Okay, so another barbecue hack. Not really a barbecue hack. More than just like this is a tool that you have to have in your arsenal, and that's tenfold. That is the best hack always. you could add. Always so versatile. I mean, you could just sit there and, okay, uh, steamed veggies. Dude, Tenfold. we do that all the time. You throw in whatever veggies you want, add in some butter, some garlic seasoning, whatever, wrap it up, throw it on the on the grill or wherever. So damn good. And so <clears throat> to piggyback on the tinfoil, uh, some people do where you get the fish, you get the slices, you get the whatever else you want to do, and you kind of like make a bowl out of the tinfoil. And then you smoke it while it's in like this bowl of tin foil mm-hmm. and fish and everything else. I mean, you can, I mean, the world is endless on those. Sound delicious. Yeah, you can do damn near anything. Obviously, you can wrap all your meat in tin foil. The shit just works for everything. Use it for your, you're making shit easier to I clean mean, up. Besides duct tape, I think tin foil is probably the second most best invention in the world. For sure. Yeah. Yep. And a little small little side story off a uh, uh, tenfold. We uh, hung out at the house, and we, Emma had a couple of her friends stay the night. And we're talking about, you know, age 10, whatever. So we're hanging out in the garage, Vegas, just doing what we do. I mean, we're just, you know, talking about, you know, just life and just being real good, upstanding gentlemen and all that mm. stuff like that. Alex's daughter, some of the other, our friends are inside, they're playing, whatever. So next thing you know, they come rolling out. And then they had like kind of a beauty makeover for one of Emma's friends. And they utilized some of my tinfoil. And when I say some of my tinfoil, it was probably maybe about 500 feet of my mm, tinfoil. Grounded. Ooh. So I, I'm not now really sure how to, how to react or act. Well, Paisley, Alex's daughter, showed up at my house asking for tape to make a tinfoil wedding dress. Is that related to this story? That is what happened. It was a tinfoil wedding dress. Mm, mm, and mm. Then, uh, so was it a, the train that was using up a lot of the foil? No, and I think it was the, just a full body suit, everything. And how old are they? Ten. 
You're all grounded until you're 21. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you a little picture to what, what we're dealing with. Okay, no time out. That's actually pretty impressive. <laughs> it was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, pass that thing around. You just need to pay for the foil. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get uh, if we can get the clearance, we'll, we'll hey, post. They were very cre- creative. What they used, they utilized a bowl in the front and a bowl in the back, and they just wrapped themselves up in foil. I would. And, I would have never. And then they had like that. a twenty-five foot streamer of aluminum foil. Was this on um, Halloween? This was. I think it was, was before Halloween. Okay. Was it after I'm Halloween? seeing like a wig and like a lot of. Makeup. This is last Saturday. It was one of Keegan's leftover Napoleon Dynamite wigs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a, a little, for Pedro. little hair train thing going on. <laughs> okay, so Alden, I know that Mandy makes these campfire things, and she uses tin foil to make them. What? is in them what 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 does that whole thing entail it's basically just a ground beef patty uh that she makes into it like a like she's gonna make a hamburger right with it puts the carrots in there it's fucking potatoes onions all this stuff and she puts them in there i think she's been actually doing them in a pressure cooker lately and those ninjas i'll tell you are phenomenal by the way yeah i mean the insta cookers i mean yeah hey. Those pressure cookers we are solid. Have busy lives, and sometimes we can't all just sit outside and you know. Yeah, if you need to make, especially like chicken, like she can make for a chicken hours. meal in like twenty minutes. It's exactly. it's solid. Yeah. And um, but I, I've had those before. I mean the the campfires. I mean it's it's almost kind of like a just a um, not like a poor man's like roast, but it's like you got the beef, you got the carrots, you got the kind of basically what it is. Though. Everything is just wrapped up into this tinfoil bundle. Yeah. And they call it a campfire, and you open it up and just like go to town. I mean, it's just delicious. Yeah, it's just like a single serving. Boom! Here's your tin foil full of, you know, this ground beef, and you got your carrots in it, and your potatoes, and all that. Kind of, it's, it's solid, dude. Yeah. Hey, that goes through the versatility of tin foil. Like, honestly, if you don't have tin foil at your house, I'm not really sure what's happening. Right. If you don't have any, go across the street and get some from James. Exactly. That's what I do. That's true. So uh, let me tell you something else about being a plumber with tinfoil. Okay. Well, like at the skating rink. So you see like the stuff, the, uh, you know, the flush valves on your mm-hmm. stuff. They got corrosion on them. Mm-hmm. So you take a, a, like a bowl of soap and dip, in, dip tinfoil in it. You can wipe that stuff right off. It won't scratch that chrome. Nothing. Dude, it's, it's solid. Tinfoil does a lot of shit, man. Mm. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll clean that chrome right up, dude. Hey, and not scratch it. Dang, I know that. Got to be warm water. Warm, soapy water. Hey, you guys, check out our next episode where we talk about the uses of tinfoil. <laughs> it will be two and a half hours long. It will be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not editing that. All right, last one I had on my list. For me, number one, barbecue hack, you have to get yourself a weed burner. And I just saw this on the internet. I know a lot of I know a lot of those guys, man. Coleman little one pound fed weed burner, weed torches. I utilize these things to light my barbecue pit up every day. It's solid. Yeah. Yeah. If you saw the little video of us heating up the brisket tacos a week or so ago, that's what we used. Yeah, and, and it's and it's not very loud, which is solid too. You know what I mean? 
not waking up the neighbor like when we were doing the uh, the barrels. Mm-hmm. But it still gets the point across. Was yep. that loud, John? Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> it has an automatic start, so one button click, turn the gas on, one button click, boom, it's on. And now you're just like direct fire onto your charcoal. Hit that for like two or three minutes. And then you can walk away, and then you can go inside and do your prep. Actually, turn the torch off, and then set it down. And then you go inside, do your prep, do whatever. By the time you come out, your coals are going to be lit. Hey. They're golden. Or you can use a grill nade. Or you can use a grill nade. Yeah. Have you? I know you've seen those before, Dylan. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. I've seen them. Those are pretty solid. That- I was jealous I didn't have one, but I'm not going to say that. Topia <laughs> leftovers, if you don't. Again, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah, no, we use the shit out of those. Yeah, we're okay, hoping that uh, no Grill Nade might, might be a sponsor, and then we'll give them a shout-out this episode. I'm going to go yeah. show buy some, because I actually thought that was sick. We're yeah. going to light them, and we're going to throw them at you. That's what, how you throw them far. But, but it's going to be a slow burn. It's going to take like 40 minutes. For it is. I'm slowly burning to death. <laughs> so <laughs> slow. They're pretty great. I like them. I want to light it. Take cover, look up, throw it, and then also take cover for another 40 minutes and see if my pit's lit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? Once you take cover for 40 minutes, it is lit. Those things so. just burn. So. so they're great. Can we light it and throw it to our jackass neighbor that wants to grind his fucking metal, whatever it is he's it trying salt. to. Yeah. It's grinding. All right, that's pretty much all I had for the the barbecue hack. So, honestly, guys, if you have something out there that you you guys utilize, let us know. We'd love to know. So I was in training for a couple. Uh, what year was this? Twenty six, twenty fifteen, Thanksgiving, and I hated it because I wanted to be home. You know, Thanksgiving is a number one holiday that everybody comes together and you get to see family that you haven't seen blah 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 blah. that wasn't me so i was there and uh we had all of our chain of command which ranges from you know the first person uh, above you to the last person above you so i had command sergeant major i had lieutenant colonel another lieutenant colonel um, i had a major so for thanksgiving we walked into the uh, uh chow hall as you would call it and everybody that was important, you could say, like like I just listed off, was behind, behind the window. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there, yeah. the buffet yeah. line. If yeah, you will. the buffet line. People serving the food. Yeah, the people yeah. serving the food were. Yeah, were all of rank or of like you do not make yeah. eye contact with these mother with these these right, people right. because you just don't. You're in trouble if you do. And it was one of the most humbling experiences. Uh, getting handed food from, you know, Lieutenant Colonel, a Major, a Command Sergeant Major, who have been in the military no less than 15, 20 years. Uh, very humbling. I don't have any fails because, to be honest with you, nobody has money in the military to go buy a Traeger, okay? <laughs> Especially me, all right? I wish I would have had the knowledge I have now to go cook barbecue back then. Right. 
Because yeah. everybody would have got fat and we would all got in trouble. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, that's we all a, had to run more. Everybody's washing out. It's like yeah. all these guys are washing out. It's all due to uh, oh shit. Okay, it's all the barbecue. Okay, that's what's happening. <laughs> Dylan, way to go. Normally, when that's... you take off at six o'clock in the morning, you smell. You know, for a run, you smell alcohol just coursing through your pores. It would be more like, oh, who smells like snafu this morning? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> who smells like war pig barbecue sauce? Phenomenal food, phenomenal people. I mean, just, hey, there's nothing more that you can ask. Let's transfer into the barbecue fails. Okay, so we got Herndon underscore eats. This person was like, I was grilling some chicken one time. I threw some sausage on there afterwards. After the chicken was done, and after I threw down uh, several silver bullets, forgot that they were on there, and then when I remembered that we were on there, I I, I took them inside, and then I, I like took a bite of them, and they were not good. But he looks like, in turn, I say he, she, gave them to the kids and told them that they were drumsticks. Enjoy, kids. Drumsticks, like... Playing the drums? I don't know. He just said she or he said drumsticks. I feel like this is a fail that anyone who has ever used a barbecue has done. Like, I yeah. always forget something's on there. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, so if you drink a couple of beers and you cook a lot of food, there's always going to be that last thing that you threw on that, hey, it's the left. Right. It's what we have left over. Maybe somebody else is still... We're going to run out of food. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Your wife's like, we need to eat now. So you pull off what's done and you start eating it and you forget what's still on there. Now, there's nothing worse. Leaving something on there, having a few uh, cold ones, and falling asleep. Because when you immediately wake up, it's filled with adrenaline. Because you're like, oh, I forgot what's on the grill. Charred. Done. Uh, see, for me, I don't remember until I go to cook the next time. I'm like, oh, shit. There's some hot dogs. So, yeah. to speak of that, Sean, after I think it was his birthday, came to his Cambro that had a mm. spare rack of mm-hmm. maggot ribs. <laughs> and maggot uh, ribs. it was, hey, to say the least. Had to be cleansed. Are you kidding me? Delicious. This was finger licking like, good. Disgusting. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Hey, it's actually a good one. This goes to show hey, you. Hey, maybe Sean should write in and tell us this freaking barbecue yeah. fails. Instead of everybody else. It's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, this I goes to that. show you. It doesn't matter if you're Myron Mixon or Tuffy Stone or whatever. We've all left shit on the grill. And it's all sat there for a week until you went back to the next week to cook something and go, oh, shit. Yep. Hopefully, exactly. hopefully hey. it's not embarrassing when you got somebody right there with you as yeah. you're trying to fire your grill up. Well, that's me and you, right? So you yeah. looked over and you go, that's sausage from last week. Shit. <laughs> okay. That's, that's that. That's Don't great. need that. You yeah. got a story there, Jan? So this is, is who that is? Is who that is? I-S W H O D A T I S. Is who that is? Yeah, we heard you. It, it just sounds. I, I just, Hi, I, I just like is. saying it. It's, it's good. So, uh, she goes on to say that uh, that she was over at her grandmother's house, brought her some charcoal grill from the backyard to the front. Uh, we had some yummy food, and then when was putting it back in the backyard, 
uh, started putting it from the wrong side and lost it. Tried to recover it, but it fell directly on her toe. It was very painful. And then she sent us, which we need to post this, right? Take yeah, a picture yeah. of this. That's sent, what caught my eye was the picture. So she comes back and says, one of the advantages of working at a dental office is being able to take an x-ray of your own toe. To find out that you've gotten your first broken bone at 41 years of age after dropping the barbecue grill on it. And it's like a mad face emoji, whatever. Right, yeah. yeah, the picture uh, is an x-ray of her broken bone. It toe. is. And so we'll post both those. That's, hey. Am, am that's, I the only one that's catching that she works in a dental office? And took an X-ray of her toe. <laughs> yeah, that's no. where your mouth goes, well, buddy. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, am I the only that's one that's picturing a no, person no, no. X- in the seat first of all, laid backwards? No. Backwards. No. An X-ray the machine foot is where the head's at, and she just like <laughs> click it. First take of all, the picture. The, the X-ray <laughs> machine is an X-ray machine. It moves where you want it to. You drop it down, take a picture, but uh, it does not. This to your does foot. remind me of my worst barbecue fell. Of all time. Oh, wow. How do you pick a worst out of your barbecue yeah. fails? Well, we're, hey, we're 16 episodes in, and we're now just getting your worst barbecue Yeah, fail. okay. Do, Give it to the people. The people are you ready? Are here. Yes. Are you ready for this? Yes. Jan and James. Right, we're twins. We're both here. I'm Sorry. Jan. I'm James. Perfect. Uh, we are probably, I'm going to say six to seven years old. Mm. Okay. So we're looking at uh, my mother. My mother worked as a, a manager at a apartment complex. John. We had a barbecue pit that our uncle built for us. And every day they would come out and say, hey, don't pull in that barbecue pit. Right? Kids come over, don't pull in that barbecue pit. I mean, it's just a constant thing. Like, it was like, think of like a pipe going in the air with a barbecue pit uh, with a base that had. It wasn't a tire. It was almost like a stand, right? Like at the bottom. It was like of it. a rim. Yeah. Do you know where this is going, rim. James? It's yeah. like a tire rim. Yeah. So Basically, okay, imagine a a just a rim of a tire mm-hmm. with a probably like maybe I don't know a uh, two inch pole, two inch pole, yeah, two and a half inch pole into a eight inch, ten inch diameter pipe with had a little smokestack coming off of it. It wasn't a big barbecue pit. No, it wasn't. You could wheel it around. It was nice. But uh, there was a lot of times where somebody would say, hey, don't pull on that. Don't don't touch this. Don't do this. Uh, it worked out. It worked yeah. out until the day we came over with a bunch of kids. And it was very top-heavy. <laughs> this is where Jan's alluding to. It's a very top-heavy pit. Don't pull on it. So uh, we had a buddy that uh, at that time reached over and – and was pulling on it, right? Pulling on this barbecue pit. And when he did, the whole thing came down on top of him. Well, that probably cut his thumb in half, to be honest with you. It did cut his thumb in half. It also broke both arms. No shit. Yeah. No shit. And then uh, it broke all of the fingers in one hand as well. So being a kid with a stutter, I lose it. I run inside, and I, I go to tell my mom. I was like, "Mom," and nothing comes out of my mouth. Why would I, you send Jan in? Well, I, I'm not sure. If, I don't I mean, even know where I was. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if James is even there. 
Hmm. Right? Probably not. He's probably and, studying or something. Yeah, he's an awesome kid. Just making the yeah. grades. So uh, I, I, I go to say something, and I just can't get it out. And finally I was like, so-and-so chopped his thumb off outside. Barbecue pit fell. Done. That's a good summary. Barbecue fell. Yeah, I couldn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm talking chopping sentences. I'm just, so I know that we went outside. My mom is, looks down and sees this kid on the ground. And she's like, oh my God, right? I just, I just left him there. I, well, I will tell you this. I tried to lift the pit. I couldn't do it. I felt like I was doing more harm than good. So I just went inside and said, hey. That's a barbecue design fail. Yeah, that's disgusting is what that yeah. is. Don't make a Gene. pit that's so top-heavy. Hey, you know what? Gene builds badass pits. He's got yes. a pit right there yeah. that he builds. I would call them killer so, pits. Yeah, no, Gene will oh, build well, killer pits. One. Gene builds badass pits. There's one sitting outside right here yeah. that we, we made, we, we Gene grand build, championed on. Did Gene right? build that pit? He did. He did. He did. Uh, I, but did we won? But did we did win? Uh, that kid hey, didn't win. Hey, no parents sued. That's a win. Hmm. All right. Yeah. That kid uh, was thumb sewn back on. Done. Like what else? I mean, I'm sure there's tendon issues and whatever else. <laughs> but hey, we're not worried life. about that. Yeah. All we know is all we know is that mom reacted, got the kid to the hospital, and hey, we moved. So what else? Really quick. I sold weird. We just kind of, next day we packed up and moved. It was the weirdest thing. And now we live in Texas. <laughs> We're from Montana. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're from Texas. Dude, that's solid. I mean, hey, another great episode in the books. I want to say thanks to Dylan for joining us. Thank you, guys. You got to come back, dude. We got to do this yeah, again. So, All of our veterans, thank you for your so, service. So, again... Being on the podcast is amazing. If uh, you guys listening don't know, but I tried to start this podcast by myself, and it was not just an epic fail, but a solid, hardcore fail. Uh, I tried to reach out to a couple local podcasters, and they're like, you know, I asked like, hey, send me some direction where to go. They're like, oh, do you have the uh, recorder nine thousand? And uh, I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> Unreal. And it was uh, basically everywhere I went, it was people just shaming me that I don't have stuff. So I said, fuck it. Fuck the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to punch you know, in your face. Yeah. Next time I see you. Yeah. Something. But uh, so what do we got coming up before we close it out? At the VFW Veterans Cookoff? We get the, the VFW uh, Veterans uh, Cookoff that we're cooking at this weekend. Y'all guys reach out to some of the veteran posts that you may have in your areas. I'm sure they put on a bunch of events, whether it's a cook-off or whatever. Absolutely. They, they're always trying to raise money and raise funds, which is a phenomenal cause. Hey, And then check out the barbecue sauces, the, the FUBAR, the War Pig barbecue sauce. Check out the, the Fury barbecue sauce. I'm still in love with that sauce. Stuff is amazing. How many crackers do you eat today? Crackers with the Fury sauce? Probably a solid 20. Yeah. <laughs> mm. do, you, do you eat a whole sleeve of crackers? Yeah, Ritz. <laughs> but hey, guys, enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a rating. Let us know what you think and hit that subscribe. Yeah, and, and, hey, we're not trying to be like, hey, I mean, we're, we hate 
hounding on you guys, but that really does help us be a little bit more visible in the podcast community. So if you can go to Apple, rate it, subscribe. And there's probably a lot of you guys out there that, that listen. And then just, I love the episode and just go on about your merry way. So, hey, if you could just do a solid like, subscribe, review it. For sure. Awesome. And John, tell them about the new uh, t-shirt website as well. Oh, yeah, it's, um, I don't have the link on me. But if the link is in our in our bio. If you go head over to Instagram, I think on Facebook too, go to the website or on Instagram, it's just the link that's on there. Head to the swag page and it'll head you to our new site that has all of our t-shirts, all of that shit. And it's awesome. The, the quality on these shirts is better than the it's, old ones. The t-shirts, the swag, I mean, that helps us uh, bring more content and do more for you guys. So check out the site. We got uh, several t-shirts out there. John's sporting one right now that we'll probably post a picture that says, how much for one rib? Yep. So yep. you guys the, check uh, it out. The Pitmaster Barbie, that, that one's cool. Yeah, we got a Pitmaster shirt in the style of Barbie for all the 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 girls out there that are slinging those meats. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Thank you for uh, listening. Peace out. Later. Thank you. Just grab them in the brisket.